was an exceptionally bad one. One Should of the we worst. Redo it? One of the worst. No, I, I don't have to do anything with okay. it. So I don't care. <laughs> awesome. All right. All right. All right. Let's focus up, <laughs> fellas. Let's do this. First, as always, this stream and podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Chaosium Inc. slash Moon Design Publications, LLC, which are used under Chaosium Inc.'s fan material policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast and stream is not published, endorsed, or specifically improved, approved excuse me, by Chaosium Inc. For more information about Chaosium Inc.'s products, please visit www.chaosium.com. We definitely do not improve the product. That is, that's 100% correct. Yeah, if you want to see some better shit, go to www.chaosium.com. What's this podcast that manipulates our product poorly? Right. <laughs> Can we shut them down? Yeah. Um, they probably could. Have. Maybe we should send them the cease and desist. Let's not give them any yeah, ideas. Send Chaosium uh, a cease and desist. Yes. All right. Roll for recap. Call of Cthulhu, 7th edition. Please. Oh, I need dice. Shit. Which I remember how to play. And I, I hope so. Let's roll for the recap. Sport watch. Watch yourself with that. And that is... Joe. <laughs> no. Major Joe. Are you kidding? Wait, how are you doing it, Tim? Nope. Are you just rolling like a D6 and then like I'm, one and no, two? No, it's a D6 and it's got Joe I mean, it's, on every side. It does. They don't make dice that say did, Joe on yeah, every side. You would have received an invoice. It's a custom order. <laughs> your Patreons, that's yeah, what your you, money's going to. You definitely would have received an invoice, Chief. Yeah. That ain't that pocket expense. Come on, dog. Six-sided Joe. Uh, <laughs> this is ridiculous. I don't know what fucking happened. Okay, here we go. Ready? Here we go. So last time on You Mean a Tavern presents Noir. We fucked around in a farmhouse. Then we shot a pig. The end. That's what happened. <laughs> actually pretty. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, it's a little sparse on details, mm. but yeah. <laughs> okay, let's go. Alrighty. <laughs> Sounds great. Okay, so so in all honesty, I we met, we talked with uh, the farmhand. I don't even remember their names. But we talked with the farmhand and his wife. And uh, we talked Edith all about Edith and Malcolm. What was that? Malcolm and Edith. Jarvie. Edith, that's right. Yep. And we um, we talked all about mother and the things going on. And everybody doesn't want us to talk to the Carmody brothers because they're gonna kill us or whatever. And um, they were they were all itchy and scratching at themselves, and they had like boils—the same boils that we saw in the pig that was in the car when we first entered this place, this area. Um, and then, you know, it was nighttime. We decided to go pitch up in the barn. And before we were about to go to sleep, uh, some shit started happening all around us. The whole world, this heartbeat started pounding all around us. And uh, Yaps was still awake. I think we had actually already fallen asleep, uh, the rest of us. But Yaps was, Yaps was taking watch and heard this heartbeat. And then he turns to see that there is an army of rats just kind of like... Standing in a in a semicircle around him, and they file out in single file. And then there's this uh, squeal of a pig, and outside, um, the big prize pig of the farm it has gone mad and starts attacking everybody. And we have to kind of put it down. Yeah, I think that about covers it. There's a little bit more detail. 
Um, the very the funny ending is we had just said something I forget what very dramatic to end the episode, and then, um, <laughs> Cuddy oh, yes. arrived on a tractor which he had run away from the fight to get. Right. Uh, after the fight was already over. We had to drag the, yeah, had to drag I, the, I did the big corpse to the fire. Directly into safe corpse disposal right. in the bonfire yeah. out front. If you listen to the podcast, you didn't hear that part. We wanted because to get rid I did of it. cut it off at the dramatic ending. We wanted to get rid of it as soon as possible. I mean, it, it made sense. What are you talking about? Right. Yeah. Right. You don't want to leave it around. <laughs> clearly, clearly biohazardous. Right. So, yeah. Um... I guess that's that's where we're at. Um, Cuddy and Malcolm uh, are taking the pig out front to throw it on the fire with the tractor. And uh, everybody's standing around kind of shell-shocked. Edith is out there, too. What's everybody up to? Um, I believe uh, Slicer had just kind of, like, uh, cured this guy of his injuries by jabbing him in the stomach with the butt end of his hatchet. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Old Pete. Old Pete, yeah. So he, like, reaches a hand down to Old Pete and says, uh, Come on, boy, dust yourself off. You're all right. And he's kind of helping him up. Helping him up. He's, he's like, hacking up, sort of spitting out phlegm still. Um, again, it's that gross, nasty, black uh, spit that you could have mistaken for chewing tobacco when you walked up and saw him from afar, but now you know his uh, mother goop. Uh, for lack of a right. better term, which, um, you know, when you were helping uh, save him, what you realized was that there were boils in his mouth, which had burst, and he was, like, choking on this pus, and that's what you saved him from. And uh, he really actually isn't able to talk much um, because of the obstruction in his mouth and throat, And uh, but you can tell he is relieved and thankful toward you as he not, you know, 100% fit. Uh, yeah, doctor just kind of slaps him on the back. It's like, alright, you, you uh, make your way, uh, you need, you need some medical attention. We might have to look <laughs> at you later. Um, but for now, uh, why don't you stay a few feet away from me? Uh, alright. So I just, um, so I was the one that dispatched the pig, right? I'm the I mean, one that I mean, te- yeah, te- hit it with the last yeah, shot. Yeah, technically, right? I dispatched some pig. I mean, I took it to the fire. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't want to overstate. <laughs> I don't want to overstate my role in, in Thank you. you know, the Thank event. Um, yeah, yeah. But yes, I was cl- clearly the DPS of the squad. Uh, well, considering I'm the only one that's willing to attack stuff, yeah, it makes it pretty easy. <laughs> oh, no, I, I attack stuff. Just not you, what you smacked. You smacked a root slug with a Bible. That's right. Hey, okay. I did it though. Hey, holy damage, baby, coming through. Let's go. Um, so I am nearest the, and it's Malcolm, right? That's not the farmhand, correct? Malcolm is the the guy, the farmer, the man, the man of the farm, and that's yes. who I was saving. One from, might call him saving, the farmer. That's who I was saving the from the pig. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Keeping my distance, I you know kind of check in with him, uh, ask him if he's all right, as uh, as. You know, Cuddy is dispatching the pig, and um, you know the pus gurgling farmhand is being dealt with too. <laughs> I reckon you saved my life. Thank you for that. Well, I uh, 
I, I forgot. We've. It's, I feel like it's been so long. I forgot the voice. Hasn't. <laughs> All right, Malcolm, come on. So there it is. <laughs> l- let me ask you. Let me ask you a little something here. Um, this is too much, and I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't want to get near you. Kind of gross. Kind of gross uh, with all the stuff you got going on. A lot of bile coughing stuff up. That thing on your neck is creeping me out. Um, when, when did this start for you? When, when did like you start no- noticing this stuff growing on your skin and, and being itchy and, and kind of giving you the, the to-do? It, uh, it sneaks up on you. You know, we started seeing strange happenings, which we now know is related to the water about six months ago and uh it just it just gets worse little by little you never notice it when it's happening and one day you're you're covered in it i said six months of damage that's a lot that's a lot that's quite a bit um malcolm let me ask you this what can you tell us in terms of you know ways to get into the farm that maybe the uh Shiza. No, I can't remember the name of the... Carmody. Carmody's. Carmody's. I was going to say Carmichael. So close yet so far away. <laughs> what can you tell us about the Carmody farm? In a way we can, like, get in there. And, and you know, without... I don't want to say being... Yeah, without being noticed. I mean, obviously, like, the world is very alive around us. Everything seems to follow us around. But in terms of the actual Carmody boys, what what is one of the ways into their farm that they may not be paying attention to? I'll be honest with you, I don't know that you can sneak up on Brendan Carmody. What makes you say that? He just seems to know. I don't know. I, I just, I'm sure I'm not the first person to tell you the Carmody's are dangerous, and I don't know that you can sneak on to that farm. Well, hold up, let me check my stealth. My stealth's pretty good. Yeah, I probably couldn't do it. Uh, so, it lo- like, uh, Yaps, thanks for a second. And he kind of taps his back pocket where um, he brought one of the, uh, like, Molotov cocktails that he kind of had put together. And he goes, uh, Malcolm, let me ask you this. How much, uh, how much <laughs> of that gasoline you got up here? He says, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he said, well, we don't get too many gas trucks through here, so I try to stock up. I got quite a bit. Several, I don't know how much gas would you keep on a farm. Dozen gallons. <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm, that that sounds like a that sounds like a farmer's amount. That sounds like a farmer's amount. Uh, next question: yeah, How much can I give you for your tractor? I, I, you can borrow the tractor. Oh no, you ain't getting it back. That's the point. How much can I pay you for the tractor? Well, it's kind of my livelihood. Uh, right? How I much would you need to buy to my farm? How much money would you need to buy another tractor? Where am I going to get another tractor? My, where'd you get this tractor? What do you mean? <laughs> I came with the farm. That's a good game with the farm. I, I, I inherited it. I believe we mentioned I inherited it from Edith's father. Um, what, what, we got to pick it from the tractor tree. Just go down to the tractor tree and pick a baby tractor. Hey, you're, you're, you're the farmer, baby. You're the farmer. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Are you thinking of like a Trojan horsing this comedy can, farm? Yeah. Can I ask you why you want the tractor? <laughs> Malcolm's quite easy. We're gonna we're gonna load that sob up with some gasoline, pour some gasoline on it. We're gonna get in there. We're gonna put a big old rock on that gas pedal. We're gonna shift it up. We're gonna roll it forward, and I'm gonna light that sob, and we're just gonna run it right through that old ass house. 
I'm gonna pretend Slicer's far away from. If this. they already know, uh, if, uh, hey, if if they know uh, we're coming, uh, we the might the as well go Spanish with the Armada. <laughs> the, the Spanish Armada tactic. I see. Yes, that's a classic. Uh, so you know the Spanish Armada tactic, but you don't know where to buy a tractor. What? I said, so you know the Spanish Armada, but you don't know where to buy a tractor, and you're a farmer. <laughs> curious, Malcolm, you're a curious the guy man. From Blackwater curious Creek, man, Malcolm. Reads the you're same newspaper. Curious man, Malcolm. Curious man. Well, we got books. We don't have a tractor <laughs> store. <laughs> hey, blankets. How do they work? Oh God. What do I want to even say to that? <laughs> he says, uh, well. I guess I could part with a cart, which you could push down a hill. Well, not going. I'm not giving you my track. Not knowing the topography is is a is a cart gonna get there? Like, or, like what are we looking let at? Let me here? let me let me ask you what exactly your plan is. You want to push it into their house? Well, with a tractor, I wouldn't have had to be physically on it. With a wheelbarrow, like that changes the strategy a little bit. A tractor. Says, well, you know what? Could drive you know what? The Carmody's have an awful nice tractor. Is it on the edge of their farm? Uh, I, I meant that if you could replace my tractor with another tractor. You've got a deal. Ooh, side quest. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. All right. Cuddy says, over here, sure. he loves uh, riding around on tractors. So while we're doing the uh, the, the, the <laughs> offensive here, the Spanish Armada strategy or whatever you said, when, when we're executing that, we'll have Cuddy just drive the new one over. Too easy. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. That's something they probably said in the 20s, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Yeah, sure. He says, he says well, all right, you know, I, I don't think this is a good idea from a business standpoint. However, you did save my life, and well, amongst a lot of interesting things happening these days, this is the most interesting thing that's happened in quite some time, and I, I don't want to pass it up. Uh, those Carmody's are bad news. Uh, if you want to do it, we can give it a try. All right, let's give it a try. Well, I guess I guess I should defer to the crew first. <laughs> so, boys, yeah, we're, uh, we're not we're not part of this, right? Yet. I guess I don't know where you guys are. If you guys would have ventured over, that was a fairly (laughs) long conversation. (laughs) Well, I think Cuddy was standing right there because you guys are over by the bonfire. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, you're great. That's great. Um, Slicer would have came in in the tail end. So, uh, what's this about a tractor? Yeah. So, uh, without addressing uh, Slicer, uh, Yavs looks over to Cuddy. Goes, Cuddy, what do you think? Well, I do have a certain uh, set of skills that. Would be amenable to your plan, yes. All right. Well, that's that's two against one. Even if he didn't want to go, so let's ride out. Let's get this done <laughs> right now. I don't know what we're doing, but alrighty then. Cuddy goes and hops back up on the tractor and starts. And Malcolm says, uh, "Well, so if you look just over there to the west, where the cornfield starts, that's Carmody Land. If you go back out to the road and drive up straight up to the front of them." Uh, that's the main entrance. Uh, pretty much the whole farm is surrounded by cornfield, excepting the part of the farm which directly abuts the Blackwater Creek, just so you know geographically. They will see you coming if you drive right up the street. But if we go back up the street, we'll have to also go back through the forest, is that correct? Well, he wasn't with you when that happened, but there was a branch, there's a branch in the road, which was past the part, I believe. Let me just look, or I can just say it because I am the I DM and whatever I say it counts. 
Yeah. Yeah. There's <laughs> a, it on the there's region a, map? Yeah. There's a branch in that little back road right before you get to the Jarvie farm. That's like after you got attacked by the forest. So as far as you know, the road is clear after that, although it is still right next to the woods. Um, it is still nighttime right now, by the way. I kind of want to just rumble through the oh, side, just kind of point right. and let it rip. You know what I mean? Yep, I do. I do think rumbling through the side is a good idea, but maybe also we set the uh, cornfields ablaze. Okay, hold up. I missed some of this conversation. <laughs> um, <laughs> why are we loading this tractor full of gasoline again? We're gonna drive. Can you guys, fill me in on the details. We're gonna rumble this this uh, tractor fireball right through right through the front door, slicer. Right through the front door, kiddo. I like where your head's at. And of course you're going to target it at wherever they're distilling this uh, juice, right? Because that may be flammable and that's what we're trying to get rid of, right? Uh, so we wait, do we actually have a map of their land? Would we know where that is? Of whose land? Uh, the Carmody's. Carmody land. Like, would we know if like the home is also where they're distilling? I just kind of assumed it was, but uh, Slicer raises you, a good point. You don't, but I mean, that's, it, it's, you no, you don't, you don't have a map of the Carmody land. Okay. Um, I say we just go for the main household. Take some guesswork out. I do think going for the main household makes a lot of sense, but I also believe that if we should light their cornfields ablaze, if we do not hit our target, they will also disrupt their distilling uh, that they be doing. Can I just um, step in for one moment? Uh, So we have gone from stop the product to murder multiple people in a household. I'm just curious where we made that jump when that happened. Do we want to maybe uh sli- a slicer, strategy? slicer, don't don't be an idiot here. Come on. <laughs> Clearly they're poisoning hundreds of thousands of people. Okay, tens of thousands of people at least. We know that for sure. They're destroying this town. People are dying. They're getting these boils and stuff. You're a doc. You can't even assess what's going on here. And all I'm saying is two birds, one stone. Let's burn it down. Come on. Technically, we are giving these people salvation. <laughs> Praise be to Jesus or whatever, well, Cuddy. Let's go. Right. All right. All right, Cuddy. Uh, I mean, that's fair. That's fair. All right. I'm in. I'm in. Oh, that's rock and roll. Oh, all right. Oh, let's compose him shit up again. Let's do it. <laughs> Wait, should I have him roll like a persuasion check or something? <laughs> what? What? So, oh, on so who? What specifically are you planning on doing? Okay. <laughs> so we need to we need to iron, we do need to iron this out. So I'm thinking we literally Cuddy, if you want to drive, I've got the lighter and I've got the Molotov cocktail. So we can actually kind of like as you're rumbling it in through the cornfield, right? We can kind of you know light parts of the cornfield behind us on fire. You can put the um, how much gas do we have? I like think you said twelve gallons. Twelve gallons. So- so, I, s- I said a few dozen. A few dozen, gallons. sorry. So what I think we should do is take and we loaded it all up on the tractor somehow. Not take yet. A couple Not of yet. The we haven't done that. Yet. Bunch of Kroger bags. Before we drive across the border, we go and spread some of this gas throughout their cornfield so that we can light it on fire. It'll light their corn on fire, and then we send in. Can we only light like one side of their cornfield on fire? Because I feel like we do need a non-on fire way to retreat. We could do that to distract them and pull them out of the house so that what we're blowing up is the product. And then while they're distracted, they're we create, in the corn create a, <laughs> right. Well, just creative, like create something that they need to handle. So they all run out, go over there. We sneak around the back, blow up the house. Okay. Who does have good sneak then? 
Is our because that'd be the person we want lighting up the cornfield, right? That well, I mean, it's all RP. Whoever wants to do it, can right? Do it. I was gonna say, Doesn't I mean, we have people with good, a good thing, probably still. I so I have I have seventy five and drive, which is why I was driving the hearse. I know Cuddy has has is a good driver as well. Um, I I am I I'm like I'm a lumbering. Are we are okay? Are we actually gonna metagame this? Or are we gonna? No, decisor. I mean, you don't okay. have to. You don't have to explicitly metagame it to say I am pretty good at sneaking okay. around. I <laughs> I am above average at sneaking around. Yeah, you got that weird wispy frame with the snake. It makes sense. Um, obviously, I'm the wheel man. Look at me. Look at me. And then uh, slicer, you just uh, you know, just you, just, like you just walk behind the tractor or whatever. <laughs> Got, I don't know. You you, you surgically like, remove them. you just surgically remove corn from the cob or whatever you do. I can creep them out. I can, it's nighttime in a cornfield and I got knives. <laughs> That's I can right. creep them out. That's if, right. You, if, you, you, you give them the distraction. Getting some corn yeah. ready for a kid with braces to eat. <laughs> it puts the lotion on the skin. Okay. 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 So, um, we ask. I guess if they have like a matchbook because I only have one lighter. And it's one of my kind of like personal items, so I wouldn't give that to Can we take one of the lamp like then then we have a lamp? Uh yeah, I'm just yeah, saying I'm just saying I have a lighter, we need another way. So Sure, he gives you some matches. Slicer uh smokes a pipe. Slicer's uh, perfect. Can we just light a couple of our oil lamps from the big fire? Well, I I think you'd want to not have one lit, right? I don't think how you start the fire is a particularly important logistical problem. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, We're enough. not even going to well. get that far, let's be honest. <laughs> let's see how this okay, goes. Okay, so, all right, it is what it is. Um, Slicer, you're with me. You're going to be on, like, you know, following on the tractor, or following behind me. I'm going to be steering the tractor in. It's going to have some gas cans on front. It's going to have some gas can kind of, uh, some gas kind of poured on top of it, kind of spread around. And then I'm going to literally use a rock to put down the the gas pedal as we get, you know, within whatever, 30 yards of the house. Um, And then I'm going to throw light and throw the Molotov cocktail to catch the tractor on fire as it rolls through the building. That's what I'm doing. Slice, are you riding out with me or are you going with? So you're, so you're, you're, you are going down the, you're driving the tractor down the road. No, I'm going through just where the farms butt up to each other. So you're driving through the cornfield. Correct. And that's the part of the cornfield that you're going to be... Well, okay, so hold on. So you're going to get it... You're going to try to reach the compound, get the tractor to a point where it's going to do some damage, and then throw a Molotov at it? Hop off, throw the Molotov, catch it on fire, so then it goes through. So the idea is that uh, Cuddy is lighting up a different cornfield, the opposite of where we're at. Okay. I'm going to hop off the tractor... Before it catches on and fire. go in whatever direction <laughs> no one else is. Uh, and just uh, be kind of the lookout. In case shit goes down to either yell at Yaps, get ready, they're coming, or Cuddy, or whatever. So whatever place I can be where mm-hmm. I can kind of keep an eye on both things happening at the same time. Okay, cool. Um, so, Cuddy, I assume you would go first. You would... yeah. If that yeah. works. So so you guys are going to split up? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. always a good plan. Yeah. It's always yeah, gone well that. before. Okay. Um all right, well so before all this pops off, Edith um you, you 
you didn't notice, but she went back into the house. She comes back out, and she says, Before y'all go, uh, I thought you should take a look at this and have it with you, since you were asking. And she gives you a letter. And Joe, that's the oh. letter that I sent on Discord. I have not opened this I found yet. this. I found this in the professor's room after he disappeared. All right, let me pull this up on the stream. She hands it to you. Slice. I don't know what this professor sounds like. Oh, he hands it to me. Yeah, we we don't right, we read, don't know what the, the professor sounds like. It's just uh, you don't you haven't met. All him. right, well, thank you, Edith. I suppose I guess I'll read this to the group. Uh, my dear McTavish, I wish I knew where to begin. It appears my suspicions were correct, and Blackwater Creek is indeed built upon the former site of DeSoto's Rest. I have discovered artifacts that give every indication of an early colonial settlement and remains which there is so much... Now here, mm -hmm, this is crossed out, but I guess I'll read it. There's so much more here, though, so much more than... I I hear my mother sometimes. I know her voice. She's dead, but I hear her. The cave is not just a myth. DeSoto tried to bury it, but she is there and she never died. I have procured some dynamite and I aim to open up the cave as soon as this damnable storm lands. Even the wind sounds like her. She needs me. I must free her. God forgive me. Now, now, wait a minute, Edith. This cave... Hmm. Hear my mother sometimes. Now, Gabs, you mentioned, and I've heard it too, there's some kind of... Like heartbeat in the wind around here, right? Yeah, the earth yeah, seems yeah, yeah. to shake this some. I don't know how to explain it, but just kind of, kind of feel it reverberate through your body, you know? Like, whoop, whoop. Yeah. You kind of, kind of like move. It's like it's inside you, but it's not your own heart. It's weird. Yeah, whoop, whoop. Exactly. That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you hear, now you hear you whoop, and then yeah, there it is, and you just feel it. And then another <laughs> whoop. Yeah, right. Two whoops back to back, just like that. Um. Edith, you hear that too? We hear mother all the time. The more you, the more mother gets inside of you, the more you hear her. And mother. I suppose the professor found something. Like I said, it all started when he was here. I think he found something. I don't know what. Did the professor name this thing mother? Is that where the name came about? When the professor came? Just no. Ain't nobody had to put a name to it. So you're right here, and he taps the letter. He says, I hear my mother. Is that just... You get to... Sometimes folk get to talking nonsense, and the more you... The more... The deeper you go, the more... The more... It, it, you know it's nonsense in your head, but they say it and you, you, you understand it, too. I, I can't explain it. I can't explain it. Where, uh... Boys, the comedy... Comedy Brothers might not be behind all this. This may run deeper. Well, let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Where is the... Where is the cave... Where is the Soto's Rest and, and triangulation to your farm, the Carmody's farm? Where, where is that? Well, I know he went up north, up into the hills and mountains north of our farms. 
I don't rightly know where DeSoto's Rest is. It's a it's a location of local lore that you know folks didn't even know whether it was real or not. But I suppose it's up in the hills somewhere. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little uh little unsure what we should do in here. I kind of feel like the Comrie boys are propagating a lot of nonsense here, and I, I want to sort that out. But at the same time, it doesn't look like that's actually the root of the problem. It, like, it's the root of our problem, but it's not the root of the problem. You know what I'm saying? Well, now, hear me hear me out, Yaps. You were you did not taste of the fruit of the Comedy Brothers. Yeah, and I don't know the... why you guys have so many times. I, I like... <laughs> you gotta know the product, Yaps. <laughs> This is Yaps in character and also Kirk breaking character simultaneously. <laughs> listen, though. Listen, though. There's some shit in there that's not right. It's, it's, I, I've seen my fair, in my. You tried it more than once. <laughs> okay. What, I've what, seen what, my I, fair share of freaky stuff, Yaps. My backstory. Hey. I've seen <laughs> some shit. <laughs> and listen, that product, it contains some, some dead in it. It contains something otherworldly. I can't put my finger on it, but for whatever reason, I I think this this goes deeper than just the comedy boys. Maybe they stumbled across something first, and that's why the root of it is happening over there. But this stuff is obviously it. And he's kind of steps away from Edith and brings them over because Edith is kind of like gives him a letter and moves on. This stuff is. Fucking with the people around here, yaps. Yeah, and Daddy, I'm trying to fix that. Button. It's fucking with I'm the people. Try- They're addicted to it. Slicer, I'm trying to fix that. But what I just said, like, the comedy boys are the root of our problem, but they're not. I don't think they're the root of the problem, which is kind of what my two two birds with one stone strategy of just mowing them down was. So now I'm a little at a loss here. Do we handle our business, like you said, and just move on, or, or? Do we roll up to the hills and, you know, put it on the line for a bunch of people we don't know? I, I'll tell you, I'll, t- I'll tell you what Yaps does. Yaps wants to sort our business and go home. This place is horrible. In the middle of this, Cuddy kind of pops his head up. Now, Edith, uh, can you, do you know where the comedies get their water from? Do they get it, they get the water from the well or the creek? They get it from the creek. From the, from the creek. It's right up on their land. Well, yeah. the creek the creek feeds into the wells too. All the aquifers around here, they're it, it's all the same. All right, so I'll say like that. All right, I think we do the two birds, one stone, kind of thing. I think what we should do is we should light their cornfields on fire. Number one, that's going to slow down their production. They're all going to leave their houses, put out the fires, working on corn. Then I think we should make our way over to the creek and follow the creek to its source. Clearly, Mother somehow is in the water, so we figure out where the source of the water is coming from. It's probably a cave of some sort, or a mountain somewhere. But hopefully, while we're there, we can find this Mother figure, or whatever it is, and uh, maybe try and solve that problem as well. Because without that, right, nobody's going to want their skin possum, because it tastes like shit. Cuddy, that is precisely my point, is cut it from the source... Okay. We don't have to kill nobody. The, the problem. The, the comedy problem brothers here, can continue making shit whiskey. Slicer, the problem here is that you're really bad at explaining stuff. That's what I think we should do. Also, you're a doctor. You should like killing people, seeing dead stuff, doing those weirdos. That, that is the opposite, the opposite of, of what, what a doctor does. Do. <laughs> well, I, well, 
I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess you forgot. Slice. We call him Slicer, but his real name is Dr. Acula. <laughs> <laughs> the re- the- what? I don't get it, Yaps. I don't get it. Y'all figure it out, Slice. You all right. Over, all right. Over my so head. what am I doing? Am I? Are we? Listen, it's two against one, I suppose. I turn, I turn them out and I say, sorry, bud, you ain't getting a new tractor. Two cents. You ain't getting a new tractor. My hands are clean. You ain't getting a yeah. new tractor. He might, he might still be <laughs> able to get a new tractor. Mal- Malcolm, Malcolm turns to Slicer and he says, I'll just tell you, son, I don't think you're taking too much of value out of the world should you be successful in this endeavor. <laughs> and I well, want, Malcolm, and I would know want better that than tractor. I. I want that tractor. Malcolm, I'll try to get you that tractor. All right. So, re- resort out the plan here. I'm going to light a Molotov cocktail. I'm just going to hum it into the <laughs> into the 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 cornfields somewhere. We should, take, we should still take some of the gas and spread it in the cornfields so that they all kind of go up. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. You go spread some gas. I'll throw the Molotov cocktail when you get back, and then we'll use that as the flames go to like beeline through the backside of the farm. Get down to the creek and start moving that moving towards the source. Good. Do we know how many buildings are on the Carmody farm? I do, but do we know that? No, he I said do. we don't have a map or whatever. <laughs> okay, no. Well, I guess I guess maybe Malcolm and Edith would know. Malcolm, how many how many buildings are on the black uh, the the uh, Carmody farm? Well, they got. Would you the, say it's they about got their, uh, six? It, it, it it is six seven. now that you mention it. Seven. Well, you're right. One of them's a different color on the map, so you forget about it. Um, they got a they got they got a farmhouse. They got their uh, shall we say business building. That's the largest building on their property. And they got a they got a few little sheds for equipment and such. Uh, they got some animals as well. And then there's a big old grain silo out behind the farmhouse. How do we know which one's the house? Why do we care? We're not going to the house anymore, Chief. Your strategy you is not going up? to the house. Mal- Malcolm, by the business building, do you mean that's where the steel is? Yeah. If you if you go westward directly from this property to the Carmody Farm, where their compound is, the first building and the biggest building you will see is the distillery. And do they have uh, dogs? Or any sort of um, animal that might alert them if somebody were to be uh, happening on their property. I said before, I don't know that you can sneak up on this property. They got uh, strange things going on over there. I they got animals. I'll tell you that. All right. Can can we like take a pause on a character and like establish what we're doing? Because I feel like we're we're just spinning our wheels here. <laughs> Cuddy, I like your idea. Let's light their crops on fire. Don't enter their property. Lay some gasoline down. I'll follow you, and as we get to a distance, I'll just huck the Molotov cocktail. We'll circle back onto so we make sure we're on uh, Malcolm and Edith's property, and then we'll go through their property to the creek and f- start following the creek to the source. That is Slicer's plan. That is your idea. And executed. I finally get to use this Molotov cocktail to do something productive. Shit's on fire. It's going to be beautiful, and we're moving towards our next goal. So we're blowing. So we're lighting every lighting all that stuff on fire just as the just the crops, just the crops, just to get them going in a different direction than where we're going, which is to the creek. Cut. Uh, Cutty starts walking towards the Carmody farm. Thank Christ. Let's go. How to go, Jesus? (laughs) All right. So are you splitting up or you're just no. going to the property line? He's sticking to the property line. You're not going yeah. on the property. You're just 
dumping some, and I'm following because I have to throw the Molotov cocktail from a distance. We're just trying to make sure we get the crops on fire to serve as kind of a distraction and also destroying, trying to hamper their production. Yep. Okay. Uh, all right. So you walk up to the property line and start spreading gas. Yeah. That's. Give me before yeah. you start spreading gas. Give me a stealth spot hidden. Spot hidden? Are you kidding me? A thirty-one is a failure. That was a fast roll. How'd you roll that so fast? Because I just used the website, the Dungeons and Dragons dice <laughs> Oh, smart. No, okay. I like the dice sound. Wait, I mean, have, I do too, but I don't have to wake do, up my children. Tins, do I have to do a spot hidden because I am with him? You can. Yeah. yeah I rolled a, a uh, 55, which is a oh, normal success. Base. I literally rolled a d20. I am. I mean, who me. would have known you needed spot hidden? Like when you're just good night. I did. I, I like did say spot failed. hidden is basically like perception. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, so I think I have a super fail. Is a ninety-seven a super fail? <laughs> um, yeah, that's a technical it, term for it. It is. It is. Luckily, you're not in a situation where that's going to cause any like critical uh, damage. There's not. There, you're just not going to see anything. All right. Uh, and Joe, are you are you with them? You're walking up with them, or? I would say Slicer is a little bit further away. Maybe, like, not far. Maybe, like, 20, 30 yards to the west, maybe. Just kind of keeping a lookout while they spread the stuff. Okay. Um, so, what you notice, which they do not notice, is that it's a bit of a windy night. <laughs> you can hear um, stuff rustling on the, um, on the Jarville farm. But you notice... As they're walking over um, in the light from the bonfire that you can see kind of the edge of the Carmody farm from, um, the corn is not swaying in breeze. But you guys don't see that, and you're already all the way up on the property line. So Real quick, when you said when, uh, the wind was picking up, the first thing I pictured was Cuddy like throwing gasoline and me getting covered in it like uh, in the Big Lebowski <laughs> when they're spreading Donnie's ashes. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the first thing that popped into my mind. Uh, I'm glad to know that's not the situation. Okay, so we're on top of this. You're throwing the uh, the gasoline on there, hopefully successfully. I don't know if you need to do like a yeah. Give me get, yeah. Both of you can give me a stealth. Give me a stealth check each. Oh, that ain't gonna go good for him. I failed. <laughs> Sixty-two. All right. Uh, a three. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing obvious happens as a result of that. Um, you guys are able to. Uh, spread the gasoline, and you do actually notice you don't even have to make a spot hidden roll to notice that as you're splashing the gasoline on the corn, it actually sways away from you in a bizarre way, almost as if it is trying to avoid what you're doing. Interesting. Um, so we notice this. I was like, um, you know, uh, Cuddy, I think that's enough, Button. I think we need to... <laughs> I think we need to get I, get moving the other way. Oh, yep. So I, I do believe you are correct. Uh, might, might be time to make a hasty retreat here. Get out of here. Um, I don't... What... Obvi- I, I can't assume the difficulty of throwing a Molotov cocktail into a cornfield is that particularly difficult, but I'm going to ask before I make the next decision. 
Um, I'm not even going to make you do, <laughs> you actually have really terrible throw. I, I, I know. Um, but, That's why I'm trying to figure out what, a, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to make you do a throw roll to throw. I'm going to say that's it. That's so trivially easy. You can't even fuck it up. Um, so yeah, you can throw a Molotov cocktail into a cornfield. What I will ask is give me a group luck roll. A group Okay. I love for uh, for definitely just the listeners at home. Remind us what that is. Yes. Luck, it's on your sheet. <laughs> Correct. Uh, it'll be like uh, I passed. Like I got a, I rolled a fifty-two. Yours, Kirk, is next to where it says Call of Cthulhu. Yep, I see it. But like, what does a group luck roll mean? Everybody roll luck and tell me what happens. I rolled a ninety. I rolled a five. I failed. Rolled a fifty-two. My dice are heating up after that ninety-seven. <laughs> we we staying below so, ten, baby. We in there. Regress to the mean. So so Yaps gets like a critical success, basically. Cutty normal Sli- success. Cutty a normal success in slicer. You fail badly. So pretty much, badly I do like deal. a sick backflip while I'm throwing this Molotov cocktail. <laughs> you throw it up and then you slice it. And then yeah, and then all right. <laughs> then I'm gonna I say I'm gonna say that all of that averages into. If I wanted to be mean, I would just take the lowest roll and say you fail. Um, but but which I may do later in the campaign. But for now, I'll say that that all <laughs> average is out um, to a normal amount of luck that doesn't modify what happens at all, which is um, the Molotov hits the cornfield. It blows up as planned. Huge conflagration immediately. And simultaneous to that, you hear two things. One, that heartbeat is back. Fuck. And it's fast. Bum, 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 bum. And two, more acutely, and this is something you hear with your ears, you hear a shriek, which seems to emanate from the entire cornfield. Let's get to that creek, boys. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Why? This is what I'm talking about. Why do we do this? Um, the, the shotgun is now in, of course the Molotov has been thrown, as you said, the shotgun is in, uh, Yaps' grip, and he is not on a slow jog (laughs) back towards the creek, um, and back to- What do you mean by back towards the creek? The creek is on the other side of the farm. Right, so I'm, excuse me, back towards the creek, I mean back towards, uh, Malcolm and Edith's to go through their property to get down to the creek, not traversing- the Carmody farm. So you're you're thinking to go back. That, that I, I think you're not thinking of we the want creek to because the creek around. is on the other side of the farm entirely. Oh, I see. Are you talking about the road? Um, whatever is not. I, for some reason, I, I was thinking the creek ran behind both properties, so we could access it from Malcolm and Edith. No, the creek is basically a straight line north south, and you are it, and the Carmody farm is between Bisex, you and okay. So you would have to traverse the Carmody farm entirely to get to the creek. Or you go around it, right? Yeah, down to the like I I want to stay out off of their property line, like on the edge of their property line towards the creek. That's what that's what I'm uh, announcing that I'm doing and that's the direction I'm going in. Okay. Well, okay. Are Joe, do you want to pull up the region map? Yeah, I already got it. Okay. So like so you guys are on like, say the edge of the Jarby farm there. Upward. Like, do you see what I'm saying? Like, if you go west in any direction, you're going directly into right. the car. Yeah, but this boundary fence, right? That's where we're at, is it not? Right. You're roughly on the boundary fence. It's it's like a, 
easily traversable boundary fence if you want to. So yeah, I want to so follow north, that north fence that outside of their property towards the creek. Right. North. Okay. Yep. So you're not driving the tractor in there. We're no. not we have the tractor is completely off the table. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Malcolm's like, oh, that damn tractor. Um <laughs> The only the the only misunderstanding <laughs> I had is I thought the creek ran where essentially the boundary fence is behind the two properties. But the strategy stays the same, even where it is now. So we can stay along the boundary fence outside of their property, but have like a way directly to the creek that doesn't directly put us on their farm. To go north to the okay. cave. Right? Okay. So say say like everything east of the Carmody farm dot on the map to the fence is corn. Where did you guys, what did you guys light on fire? Uh, we went straight from Jarvie to Carmody, so yeah. like in a so yeah. Line, I thought there was we... I thought there was corn on both sides of that path going up to the farm. I thought that's what you were yeah. saying. Yeah. So we so we basically lit that. yeah. Okay. So like okay. boundary fence arrow is there, right where the actual arrow goes and points. Bring us forward like I don't know twenty yards. We lit it up on fire there, and now we're just running along the fence line towards the Blackwater Creek, or that's what Yaps is doing. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. You are you do that. Um the corn continues. There's sort of a the cornfield it's it's all corn, basically. It's corn all the way down. Uh wraps all the way around to the north to the creek as well. Um so you're running across a fence. It's a small rickety fence. It would not be difficult for you to cross over this fence, nor would it be difficult for something else to cross in the other direction. Um the fire is spreading quickly. Uh, in every direction, but including the direction you're running, but you are running faster than the fire. So basically, not too far from where you start running, you're just running with corn next to you. And it's it's like dark. I mean, it's, there's fire behind you, which is obviously casting off a lot of light, but it is dark in front of you. And the further you go, the darker it's going to get. Um, that shrieking sound... It is still emanating in a constant sense from the cornfield, including the part that isn't on fire yet, and the heartbeat is going constantly while you're running. So, as you're doing that, like, where where, where are you headed? What's your plan? Um, um, <clears throat> go ahead, Slicer. No, I mean, at this point, it's just kind of like, I don't know. Should we? I, I feel like, I don't know, with shrieking, heartbeat, fire... Uh, do we hear any comedy, any activity from the farm? Uh, I don't give me know, people a, waking up or anything. Give me a listen. Uh, a seventy-two. I failed. So I think I, I like I don't hear anything, and we're just kind of booking it. We're booking it across the fence. Um, we caused the damage. Uh, Slicer would be like, "We got to get to that cave." I told you, boys, this is going to be a bad idea. This shit is not right. And we gotta find out what's wrong. It's ain't a comedy problem. I think, okay. Uh, I think like as we were kind of edging around the boundary and making our way towards the creek, we're slowly like drifting farther and farther away from the boundary of the Carmody farm, trying to make our way to the creek, but also put more distance between ourselves and the farm. So kind of like shooting a fade like northwest. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Give me a uh... well. Uh, no, I won't make you do any tests for that because there's a big old fire you can always kind of use as a reference point. <laughs> um, 
So you are able to do that. Um, hmm. I had it all planned out how I was going to do this, and then you guys did a completely different thing <laughs> than what you said you were going to do. <laughs> Pretty much. You're welcome. So you're drifting away from the farm. I would say you're probably about 10 yards away from the fence. Um, and because this is, um, we'll say you're in kind of a, a meadow area, uh, so you're not surrounded by trees and bushes or anything. Um, and there's a bit of a hill, so you're going up a hill, and from the hill, you can actually look over, and in the cast-off light from the fire, you can see some of the buildings on the Carmody Farm. And as you notice that you can see some of the buildings on the Carmody Farm, I will say, everybody give me an individual luck roll. Okay. Got a four. 39. Really well here. Oh, a 29. So everybody passed? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, you guys hear two gunshots and two bullets whiz by your heads. Uh, but no, nobody uh, nobody gets hit by it. Okay. And, the, and you see, actually, a couple muzzle flashes over from the farm. They are shooting at you. This is Joe, your slicer. Welcome into episode four of You Meet in a Tavern presents Noir. Hope you're enjoying the season so far. Hope you're enjoying this episode in particular. Um, I know it's a longer one. We'll probably have a shorter one this upcoming week. Uh, this Thursday on April 21st at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we're going to be recording and streaming on Twitch our next episode, episode five of Noir. So don't miss it. Twitch.tv slash YM. IA Tavern. We would love to see you. I want to give a special shout out right now to all of our Cthulhu patrons, all of our patrons, really, all everyone that supports the show, but especially those that donate $10 or more a month. They get their name read here and on the Twitch stream. So thank you to Andre K, Darth Nate, Holly Roxana, Max Bender, Rockinars Woodshop, Strive for Honor, Ursula Bertea, Tori Val, 8 Bit Wizard, Black Dragon, Brandon Silent Elf, 0242 Jordan. Cheyenne Winchester, Chris Reyes, Christopher Huey, Jubbles, Chuck Lueck, Colin Kramer, Colton Strickland, Craig Spaulding, Cubicle Pirate, Don't Twitch Me Bro, It's the Real, Joey Balboa, John Dwyer, John Tugas, Caitlin Harvey, Kavika, Chris Nelson, Long Live Durf, Monkey Lovin' Gamer, Raver E. Alice, Ricky Cato, Sam J. O. Melton, Spuds McGee, Super Average Jason, Team You Meet in a Tavern, the Stone Druid, The Brood Witch, Tony Acold07, Zach Gunther, and Zen Zaba. You all are amazing. Oh, and Daniel Johnson. How could I forget Daniel Johnson? Uh, thank you all so, so, so much for your donations to the show um, and for all our patrons. Everyone that supports, everyone that listens, you all are amazing. This past like three, four years, however long we've been doing this thing, um, has been so cool. And um, thank you. Just thank you for, for listening, for hanging out with us, and for enjoying the show. Um, we will see you in two weeks for the next episode or this Thursday night on Twitch, April 21st, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right. Peace out, everybody. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Adios. Okay. Um, Yaps now gets to the back since he has a gun. I kind of feel like he was, like, pushing the pace up front. 
Uh, but once the shots ring out, he just kind of fades to the a back shotgun. of the group and is now still moving along with the group, but kind of anchoring backwards um, so that if he feels they get close enough or, you know, he needs to buy some time or whatever, he can fire a shot while the other two can keep moving in the direction towards the creek. Uh, but that's the only adjustment that Yaps is going to make in, in this moment. So you guys are trying to keep running. Uh, you're not going to stop or shoot back or anything? Yaps, as the person with the gun, is not going to stop running and shoot back. That just, everything seems to just point at that's not the best idea right now. Um, of course, if Slicer and Cuddy cuts back towards the farm, the personality of Yaps is to follow suit, but that is not where his inclination is. No, Slicer's going to duck down and try to maybe hop the fence real quick and start heading a little bit more north, if anything else. Not so much on the fence line, just try to get more distance between them and the and the farm. Well, you were north of the fence mm-hmm. already. Yeah, we were yeah. already on the outside of the fence. Okay. You're not you're not on the Carmody property. I'm weaving further north towards the cave okay. to just create more distance. To be it's clear, by the way, I know it's on the map. You guys don't know where the cave Correct. is. Correct. Right. And you even even if it's on the map that you have, you don't know this area well enough to reach yeah. the cave. We're just heading on to the creek. the creek. Still the creek. Like you're, our, you're headed our strategy towards the creek. The creek. Right. For Cuddy sure. is just kind of unequivocally our goal is the creek. Widening and widening out a little bit, moving kind of away from Yaps and Slicer, but still we're see them, but just so we're not all clumped. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of like a staggered, yeah, yeah. Um and gonna keep running. Okay. So as you guys keep running, um, hmm, the uh, uh, one sh- one person or one gun keeps ringing out, and you're you're hearing the bullets pass over you, um, but you can tell they're kind of like they know you're over there, but it, you're you're pretty far even for a rifle to hit you, um, so it's not hitting you. However. Um, You do notice in the light of the fire that where the corn had been totally still, well, you notice two things. Corn had been totally still, except it is now all leaning away from the fire. The entire cornfield is sort of at a 45 degree angle, leaning away from the fire, except uh, there are three patches of uh, movement in the corn, uh, where you could see that something is coming towards you out of the cornfield. And I'll say at the current rate of speed it's moving, it'll probably, if if where it's headed is the property line, it'll probably get there in like a minute. It'll, so it'll get to us in a minute? Hey, can we tell if it's moving at a quicker pace than us? Sorry. It, um, one of them will catch you. The other two, you seem to be moving about the speed of a human being. Oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> One of them is moving Fuck. erratically and unusually quickly. Okay. Uh, and who sees this? Do we all see this? Uh, you all kind of notice it as you're sort of running and looking back and running and looking back. Uh, this is something you guys notice happening. Uh, Yaps, uh, you know, finally, like, cocks the shotgun to to get a shell in the chamber and he's just like keep fucking moving and he just keeps chucking along um and they'll you know we'll deal with it when it gets here and just wants to keep putting space at least between the ones that are moving the same speed as them 
um, try to keep that distance uh, separate as long as possible, and we'll deal with uh, whatever that thing is when it gets close, I guess. And Yaps, again, being the anchor, I'm assuming, is or will be the one that continuously kind of getting a gauge over their shoulder of how close this thing is. And we'll... Okay. Are, we, are we amidst the corn currently, like, running through... We're off the property, corn. dude. No. You are not on the well, property. I didn't know if you're there was north more of, You're north of the fence. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in, like, a kind of meadowy area... Um, it's just metal. Okay. sparsely vegetated. No coverage. Got but it. it's not it's nobody's property. Um yeah. Okay. Yeah. If, if you right. were to stand where you're currently at, you're not amidst so, cover. Yeah, no, I was thinking more if I felt prone would I be covered by cornfield, but no, if it's a meadow, it's just the grass, so it's you, not gonna... You'd be harder to hit by virtue of being prone, but you would I not wouldn't be, be like hidden. behind something, nor would you be hidden. Okay. Well, yeah. Keep, keep running. Yeah. All right. I don't have the gun. I'm gonna pull out my hatchet just in case and just like run with that. But okay. So, looking here. Let's see. Use the snake. Use. Cuddy's got seven. Use the snake named. <laughs> Use the snake. Dan- it was Dan Jernu. <laughs> Dan. Dan. <laughs> That's amazing. I forgot about that. That's yeah. Okay, so um, I'm gonna say so. Everybody's running. You notice on your character sheet you do have a move rate. Uh, So as everybody is run, if everyone was running all out, I'm not sure that's what's happening. Um, Slicer, I I think it was Slicer. Hang on, I'm the fastest, I believe. Yeah, I think I think Slicer, you're kind of out ahead of everybody. Because uh, you've got nine or ten, I think, move, right? Oh, God. Where's my move? Yeah, yours is at the top. You've got eight. And I think both of them have six. Eight move. Yeah. yeah. So, so Slicer, you get you get a little bit out ahead of everybody else, um, and you actually hear the trickle of the creek, um, and you feel a depression in the ground is starting to go downhill, and you realize you've, you've reached the creek. Um, which it's very dark. You can't really see anything. Uh, you can hear water, a significant amount of water at the bottom. Uh, the creek bed, like the slope of the creek bed, does would offer you like some natural cover. Um, yeah, I'm looking for cover. I'm looking for yeah. somewhere. If something. If I know something is coming up on us, it's coming up on us fast. I'm looking for a spot since I'm only got a, uh, you know a hatchet, a handheld weapon. I'm looking for a spot where I can hide and kind of wait for something to pass me so I could slash out if need be. But like maybe like a little little alcove, a little cliff in the hills where I can just kind of crouch and, and listen. Okay. Um, on the other hand, Yaps and Cuddy, you guys don't quite make it as far as Slicer because you're a little bit slower runners. Um... So you guys are kind of caught out in the open, albeit in the dark, I will say, uh, when you look back and you hear something very large burst out of the cornfield. Um, and a few seconds later, in the glow of the fire, you see um, so you see a big mass, which is moving rather quickly toward you guys. And then you also see two guys emerge from the cornfield, um, and you start hearing the pop of 
rifles. How far away? And the and the bullets the bullets start whizzing by. They're whizzing by quick. You realize if you stay still, they're gonna hit you soon. Um, how far away is the mass? I'm gonna say like the edge of the property is like a hundred feet away from you guys, and it's moving very quickly towards you. So pretty close. Um. And basically, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give you guys a chance to say what you're doing, and then we're gonna go into initiative. Um. Well, I mean, if they're so so, the mass is a hundred feet away. Correct. Correct. And closing. Um. Well, with the shotgun still out. And I have nowhere to really hide, right? Based on... I mean, you could you could keep moving. You're just going to be moving in combat if you, at this point. Like, you're caught out. You could you could keep headed towards the creek, you know, but, in the same way that you could move during combat. It's just that you're going to be, like, getting shot at, for instance. Right. Since I have quick draw, though, that should put me close to at the top of the initiative, I think. So I'm trying to figure out... I don't think this thing is going to close the distance so I can get a good shot off into it. it so I think I... Based on its its current trajectory, it will, within a turn or so, be pretty close to you guys if it keeps headed in this okay, direction. Okay, but, and it's going to overtake us because it's moving faster. So, okay. Yeah. Um, Yaps is going to try and make, uh, make their way to the bank where they can be a little bit more concealed but the shotgun is still like ready to go um so that as soon as they get within you know 20 yards you know in that 10 to 20 yard range that um uh i can i can get into the action okay but you're not gonna like you're not gonna shoot first you're still booking well right 100 100 feet is what 33 yards or whatever so i'd take a pretty big I'd take a pretty big disparity on that shot. But if I'm going first, I guess I kind of get a free roll on it because I'll probably get to move. Um, you know what? Okay, I'm going to shoot then move because I think with my quick draw, I'm going to be pretty high up on the initiative. So I think that makes the most sense. Okay. And uh, Cuddy, what are you doing? Uh, Cuddy seeing is kind of just watching Yaps and seeing that Yaps kind of is keep, keeps moving towards the creek. Cuddy's going to do the same thing and kind of start angling more towards uh, Yaps. Okay. The two shots you heard with the guy still back at the farmhouse taking pot shots. Not too much danger from him, but there is one of the guys at the edge of the woods um, who is definitely shooting at you guys. Um, And he's close enough to to hit you if he decides to. But that's just the one guy. There are two guys, but only one of them is shooting at you. All right. Uh, so, Kirk, you're using your quick draw. Remind me what that makes your initiative. Uh, 105. Okay. Nice. Alrighty. And you other two guys, remind me your initiatives. Initiative is dexterity, but since I have plus 50, Just dex. it's dex plus 50. 60? Yeah. yeah. So, Slicer is 60, and Yaps, are you 55? by Or not Yaps. Uh, 50. Cut you're 55. 50? Okay. Uh, give me a... Just give me a roll even or odd even all right uh so you'll go before brendan you don't know who brendan is yet one of the comedy <laughs> boys one of the comedy sounds boys. like a nice individual <laughs> yeah. big dog yeah all right so we're in combat then um how far away from am i from the guys if i had one more move if I'm, am i like 
you're probably like further. 20 yards further and at the based on what you'd been doing before you were kind of crouched on the or leaned up against the creek a little bed hidden. okay um you can stay there if you want or you can do something if you want before we go into initiative um well so nothing's happened yet so yeah. and i'll say let me hiding, just let me just add listening. something that might add a little intrigue to this fight um there is it's not as dense as the forest that you went by earlier but the creek bed is in a little bit of a wooded area there are trees and stones and things around um, and the creek does go basically right up by the Carmody uh, property so you know it goes it basically runs directly abutting the Carmody land and there is kind of like a little bit of wooded sparsely wooded area throughout that area so do with that information what you will um, but you're hanging out, waiting for the time being. We will say that generic Carmody number one with 110. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Oh, 110. Jeez. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I was like, wait, 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 wait. I didn't say I was just hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, guys, let's not go to the yes. cave. Let's fight um, the Carmody, bro. The Carmody's, uh, the, th- the thing is, having your gun drawn gives you plus 50 on initiative, whether you're a player character or not. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, so with the 110 initiative, <laughs> Carmody number one is going to take a shot. Um, He's got 50% firearms. So we'll see how it goes. I'm going to say he is shooting. Yaps, you're kind of standing up with your gun out, right? Yeah. He's going to take a shot at you. And uh, recall that in firearm combat, um, there's no dodge roll or anything like that. It's just a straight firearms roll unopposed. So... He rolls. Actually, I'm gonna give him a penalty. Any any shots I'm gonna get any firearm shots in this fight, I'm gonna give a penalty dice because it's dark. Uh, and because of that, he rolls a 58 and fails. So a shot whizzes by you. Um, you are you're a war veteran, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can tell from the shot that he is shooting a rifle at you. It's a bit of a small caliber rifle. Little nice little pop when he shoots you. Um, just FYI, you you notice that it's kind of a thing that you implicitly know from having been in combat. I read that in the book once. You start to be able to tell the difference between different types of guns by the sound. Anyway, so he shoots, he misses. Your turn. I have such a low. How close? How close is the mass again? You said a hundred feet, so that's thirty-three-ish yards, um, which would make it. I'd have to roll my hardest difficulty shot to hit this thing. Is that accurate? I don't think it makes the shot more difficult. What it or makes it's the distance, it the is, distance threshold, right? It would be. Hang on. What are the the thresholds? Are 50, 20, 10. Yeah, but I guess I don't so really know it, if it's like it, between twenty so and it's fifty. A, it's middle, fifty and above. It's the hardest. Ten and below. It's the easiest. It's not difficulty of shot. It's how much damage you do. Um, right, if right, you, if right. You're that's using correct. Yes, 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 yes. So, yes. so you would roll a regular roll against it. You would just do less damage. So I do, I do the twenty. Because we decided you're loaded up with buckshot, correct. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, okay, cool. So I'm. So you could hit it, but I think you would only do one d, whatever your gun does. Okay, so I'm going to on the on the mass that is close because that's the thing closest. That's what I'm going to line up okay 
So it's kind of like Yaps is running. He kind of started slowing down as he felt the action was going to slow. And then just, you know, because he's kind of running with the gun like this. And then he kind of drops, drops into his right hand and just kind of uses some momentum to swing it around. Action movie style, like, and just brings it up to his shoulder, lines up the <laughs> shot, and just un unleashes uh, uh, his M1912 uh, M pump action shotgun 12 gauge right into this black mass moving forward. Um, so that's a 45, and I reroll the tens place, correct? Correct. Okay, 35. So 45 it is, um, which is just a regular pass. And since it's that, okay. it's in the medium range. Do you know what the? Um, yeah, it's forty-six, two d six, one d six. Perfect. So, uh, it's it's in short, it's in long range, because it's up to ten yards, up to twenty yards, up to fifty yards. Cool. So up it's it's one d six plus my day. Oh, but you know what? I said he's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so a hundred feet is how 33. many yards? Thirty-three. Yeah. So you're in long range. So you do one d six. I drop my dice. Uh, so that's seven damage. And then I will use the back half of my action here to try and get into that tree line. Okay. Um, you wing it. It shrieks. Um, you did. It, you you winged it a little bit. It doesn't really slow down. And you, in the muzzle flash, uh, for an instant, you see what you are looking at. Not really long enough to comprehend what you're seeing. Uh, but what you see is a man of some sort who has an undulating mass coming off of his body almost in a slug-like shape. And it has, you see a few massive boils on its body, um, which you, can, you, you immediately, even in the instant that you see it, you recognize it as this is some fucked up mothership like a deep mothership um can uh, i don't know if this would be a, a pseudo free action but it's definitely something that yaps would do once he kind of sees that in the muddle, muzzle flash and starts running towards the tree line he just yells out don't touch the fucking creek <laughs> and he's as he's like moving back to like get close to the creek but not try and absorb any moisture through his clothes or anything like that from physically being in the water <laughs> sure you you can say that that's not going to cost an action do you give me a sanity roll? Okay. Uh, that's a 20. Which is a pass? Yes. So take two. Uh, two hit point damage. <laughs> Correct. Flat two sanity, sanity damage. damage. Oh, for passing. Nice. Okay, so current would be that. Yikes. Okay. And so did Yaps make it to yeah. like a bank? Make it to the like an embankment? I just tried to make it to that tree line you leading are... to the creek. Or uh, that's how I understood what it looked like. But like, yeah, is, is you're, it something you're like, that he can take cover, like somewhere where he has cover? I'm going to say that you can sort of partially obscure yourself by the trees and stuff. You're not quite as far down as Slicer, who's like hugging the right. bed and has virtually full cover from gunfire. But you're kind of, you're partially obscured. Perfect. So Yaps is partially obscured. And I've, yeah. I saw where he... Um, and are you, you were looking back too, um, Cuddy? No, I've been watching, just watching Yaps. So you... You all, I'm going to say you also saw what's in the muzzle flash. Give me a sanity roll, okay. too. Seven. So that's a pass. Also take two. You're rolling fucking hot tonight. Some Sometimes it happens. <laughs> so uh, I would have probably, like, ducked behind the biggest point of cover I would have found as soon as I found it. So I wasn't trying to maybe get all the way to the bank, but just, like, as soon as the... As soon as the... the 
foliage, foliage around me and like cliffs became dense and I found a spot where I could kind of sit and be hidden, I would have found, I would have gone right toward, towards okay. it. So, well, so if, that, if that was on the bank, that's where I am. But if not, you tell me, can you see what, what just happened? No. So my, my thought was what I was going to do was, uh, you know, so like if we're going downhill, the, the rivers or the creeks at the bottom of the hill, if there's like some like, you know, tall roots or something where it's created like a three foot wall of like dirt or rock, I would have sat right behind that. So I would have been like right at the edge of where things started getting dense. Okay. So that if yaps ran past me, I could still be hidden if they were to pursue and then I'd be behind them, if that makes sense. Okay. Uh, sure. So I I'll, like, I'll say like, my like, first cover. Yeah, there, there's a big old tree and there's some roots and a big stone and you're kind of behind that and you're totally yeah. obscured behind that, right? Though that's your plan was to right. be... Okay. And I, I think yeah. Yaps maybe just ran past me like to get into the trees. Sure, and, But sure, I'm sure, still sure. maybe okay. there at the edge, yeah. Okay, so before you go, it's going to be... Actually, no, give me, a, give me an even odd too because I don't know that Tiebreaker was supposed to be. Okay, so he's going to go first. Um, the Carmody, the second Carmody, who you saw emerge from the cornfield, um, ju is just running towards you guys. He's not as fast as the mass that you saw, uh, but he's running towards you guys too. He can't close the distance in one turn. Uh, you can kind of see that he's got some kind of elongated, you can't tell if it's like a cutting weapon or a bashing weapon in his hand, which he's brandishing. He's, he's running towards you guys. Um, he doesn't reach you, uh, but he will probably get to the tree line and be able to reach you guys on the next turn, if you stay where you are. Uh, so that brings up Slicer's turn. All right, so I'm still, I'm, I'm huddled behind this uh, this dirt mound, this rock. I just saw Yaps kind of whiz past and get some coverage. I like point to him, give him a little finger gun. And I'm holding my hatchet, and I'm just listening the best I can for anything that might, like, try to leap over the rock to get to yaps or come around the side so that I can kind of hide in the darkness and prep an attack in case I need to come up with a hatchet and take out some Achilles tendons or something. Okay. I don't actually know what the rule on prepping attacks in this system is, but with instead of delaying, I'm just going to say I'm going to let you do that. Um, so create a trigger kind of thing. If somebody if somebody jumps like over the route that you're at, like within your reaching distance or roughly within yep. your reaching distance, I'll let you attack them. Um. All right. So now I have to decide something important. Actually, no, it's Cuddy's turn, so not quite. Cuddy, you're up next. So, what exactly does Animal Companion actually let me do? <laughs> we never we like we never, never really, we never really kind of be so so what so like i said when when you had asked me before like the talent basically anytime you're doing it's it's like a imagine like the idea of animal handling right. it's not a specific test but whenever you're doing a test which involves handling an animal um what is it you get like advantage on it yeah. or something yeah. So yeah, it, it, tell me what you want to do, and we'll figure it out. Uh, well, so I've seen where Yaps uh, is kind of hiding, right? Do I know where Slicer is in relation to Yaps? 
you know roughly where he okay. is. Um, but it's it is dark. Nobody can really see anybody. So uh, where with human eyes? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so where Yaps? Where I saw Yaps disappear? Like I'm beelining it towards that space, and I'm like probably about maybe like five, like ten yards before I reach like where Yaps is kind of concealed. Um, I Cuddy intentionally trips and goes and falls to the ground like he got shot. Lying prone. Almost as okay. if he uh, is trying to lure the, the, the whatever is pursuing us into a trap. I also okay. uh Almost so so where are you? If imagine so, like, so say the sparse tree line is point one, and then the creek itself. Way so like where where I two. saw Yaps disappear to right, I'm like maybe like five yards before that. Okay, and I also okay. I, I I get out uh, get out Danny and start cradling Dan in my <laughs> in my my hands, waiting, uh, kind of like laying face down and just kind of cupping Dan. Danny in my hands below my chest. Okay. So uh, that brings up Brendan's turn. Um, slash the mass. The mass. It brings up the mass's turn. Figured that. And what the mass does is it comes towards you. It could close the distance at the speed it's going very quickly, but it gets about 20 feet away from you. And you hear a rustling from where it is, and it stops. And you can see if you look closely, it almost looks like it's shedding some mass. And that's all you see for now. Oh, except one other thing I have to do, and I'm not going to tell you what it is. Oh, yikes, that's bad for you guys. (laughs) (laughs) How many saplings? Carry on. Sluglings. How many sluglings? <laughs> All right. Um, so that brings us back to the top of the line. Carmody number one is going to uh, take another shot, and I'm going to give him double disadvantage now because you guys are in the trees. Uh, he fails. So he misses, and you see him kind of go give a drag kind of shake his gun and he he starts running forward to get closer um, because it's uh, he's got a lot of things working against him for hitting you guys with his gun um, so he he comes a little bit closer he was like say 100 feet away now he's like 40 feet away uh, and that brings up Gabs' turn and in terms of kind of where I entered the trees and kind of like darted in where is the human slug thing? I will give you uh, medium range on the mass. So under, but between 10 and 20 yards? Yeah. Um, we'll say 40 feet. Okay. Um, so real close to, to close range. So um, without taking too many steps forward, I will take, you know, about 11 yards away I'll, I'll move forward six feet or so to kind of you know put it within that 10 feet and i'll line up uh another shot on it okay give her a roll 
Um, that is a seventy, which is a pass. Okay. <laughs> All right. Give it a give it a roll. All right. So I, I get I get forty six. Forty six plus two. Oh wait, did you roll a penalty dice? Oh, I did not. Here we go. Um, keep the ten spot reroll, or keep the single spot reroll. Okay, sixty. So seventy. Okay. Um. <laughs> All right. Okay. Here we go. That's good because I had I kind of want this to go. Okay. okay. Nine plus seven, so sixteen, eighteen damage into the slug. Okay. You drill it. Um. You hit it pretty good. You said how much total? Eighteen. Eighteen. Mm-hmm. Wait, hold on. How are you rolling more than six in a single roll? 46 is 24. No, so it's 46 plus two. So I rolled nine, then seven, and then plus two. Why, where are you getting the plus That's two? from the shotgun. That's from the manual. It's the... Oh, the damage bonus? Oh, I just didn't put it in your sheet right. Okay, I didn't. Okay, cool. That's fine. I'm, I believe you. Uh, okay, so you do 18 damage. Is that all we have to do? You... Like, oh, no, it's definitely on my sheet. Yeah, I got plus yeah, 17. I, uh, Honestly, I, when I was DM, you guys could have ran that back all over and be like, yeah, it totally makes sense, like 100%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Especially I could have. Yeah, I wrote the system. That's how it works. So you hit him pretty good. He shrieks um, and kind of falls back a little bit, but he's still up. Okay, um, what is... And I'm going to say you're exposed Okay, now. cool. Um, what um, is the... You're not... You're out past it. I have a Go question. Ahead. What is the texture of action to... Like shotgun out, crowbar. Like shotgun away, crowbar out. Is that like an actual action? So like instead of moving, I needed to do that maneuver, and that's something I'll have to do next turn. I think. Let me think about that. Um, I think it's I think it's actually an action. Okay. To switch to switch out your gun. Uh, you could also take an action to reload. Which at this point seems like if I'm going to take an action to get the crowbar out, I might as well just reload instead. Yeah, let me see here. <laughs> Are you out of? Yeah, you're out of. Place. Yeah, it, it holds. Well, let, this let's, let's put a let's put a pin in that. I'll see if I can figure it out while we take everybody else's turn. I'm going to look up this gun real quick. Um. All right. So next up is Carmody number two. Um. I'm going to say he is. He's running at Yaps. No, he's not running at Yaps. He is running to where. Um, Oh, it has a capacity of five. Get the fuck out. Let's go. Let's <laughs> okay, go. Nice. We still working, baby. No um, so he he saw Cuddy fall down. He runs to where Cuddy is. As he gets closer in the firelight, you can see he has what appears to be like a rickety old two-by-four with some nails driven through it. That's his weapon. And I will let you spring whatever your plan is on uh, <laughs> get him Dan yeah. so as he his arm comes back Cuddy rolls over and throws kind of Dan right in his face alright <laughs> hoping he's just afraid of snakes just like the 1920s version Dirty of Spider-Man yeah Peter snake Parker snake was man. based on Cuthbert <laughs> and we we established that uh Dan is a rattlesnake, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, and it does roughly what you want it to do. Um, this is a pretty... I'm not even going to make you do, like, an animal handling check on this because it's pretty, you know, you have some level of connection to the snake and it knows that when you throw it at something, um, it's even... It doesn't even, I wouldn't even say it knows. It just, when you throw a snake at somebody, 
instinctually it's gonna bite. Its first reaction is, I'm about that action. <laughs> Somebody, some, somebody's about, to, get, somebody's about to catch a receipt for getting Randy Johnson into the air. <laughs> yeah. Um, so because you set up this trap, I'm gonna say you, you get him, he's kind of right in front of you, so you get him full force with the snake. Um, and how do I want to do this? I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you one free one. I'm not even gonna make you roll an attack roll for the snake. Um, he's gonna do one d4 damage. The snake is. Yeah. This is your action. Uh, yeah. No, I know. I, but I'm gonna put that on my sheet for future reference. Yeah. Yeah. He'll do. One uh, d4. Actually, excuse me. One d4 minus two. Uh, no, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> same. Rattles. Like, just do one d3 at that point. But he's gonna have like multiple. Uh, yeah, he's gonna have one d one d four minus two, but with a minimum of one. Does that make sense? So I mean, so no, that's no. what you get. <laughs> no, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. That makes him too weak. Um, just roll one d four. It's fine. He's a really fucking strong snake. I mean, to be fair, like <laughs> if I could pick the face it should snake. be like two d four or something. Snakes, it's, if this is, if attacks, this is like you know. one of the main ways you're gonna fight, it's one d four. Well, it's really the only four is the bite. I mean, uh, you're not okay. taking like incredible damage from sure. the fangs okay. themselves. All right. Yep. That's why. I got you. Um, actually, poison yeah. Let's hold on. What the fuck does the poison do? Is the question. How about just like four d ten? Four D ten. I like that. So. That's good. Seven. Yeah, seven D twenty. One hundred D one hundred. Okay. Actually, no. One D four minus minus two is right. Now that I'm looking at what rattlesnake venom does. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> cool. Awesome. So That's you could have struck this. Cutting. You could have literally combat. struck this thing with a pool noodle and probably done more damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. I don't know. Well, poison venom. <laughs> roll. Roll the damage. All part of the long okay, con here. 1d4, I rolled a 2, minus a 2 is 0. Minimum okay. of 1. Minimum of 1. So actually, I'm not even going to do minimum of 1, because right. then... Uh, it, it, so it, it it hurt, he's like, Ugh. he, he, he kind of realizes he's got a snake, and he goes, ah, and he kind of throws his arm back, snake falls to the ground. He is envenenated, though. And that <laughs> is going to do 2d10. Oh, oh nice. There we okay. go. Okay. I'm going to say it's going to do marks. it's going to do 2d10 and I'm going to split it up between two rounds so you okay. don't one shot him immediately. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll split it up between three rounds. Instant venom. Yeah. Three three rounds. It's a dot. All you wow heads out there. It's a dot. Circle circle dot dot. Now you got a dan shot. Get gernoodled. Get, get gernoodled. I love that. Get Gernoodle. So what'd you what you Noodle nugget? What did you roll? Oh uh, uh for the D ten? Two D ten, yeah. What did you click? I rolled a nine total. Five and a four. So three. Every okay, roll. so yeah. you'll so yeah, he'll he'll be taking three damage every round for the next three rounds. Okay. Um including this one. So he is immediately kind of fucked up by that. Uh he shrugs backwards. Um, however, he does still swing at you, but I'm going to give him disadvantage because you caught him totally off guard. That's right, I did. What? And he's got a little... Divided Should I have gone after... No, because we decided this guy goes before you. 
That's right. This is the, this is the guy's turn, not Cuddy's turn. He's so, he set a trigger. Guy. Yeah, in the in the dark and yep. with the shock of the snake biting him, um, he misses. He swings down and the nails go into the dirt right next to your head, but he does not hit you. Excellent. And now it is Slicer's turn. Still so no one has walked past me. Do I cowering see behind more? a tree? <laughs> okay. But so I still see Yaps who stepped forward a little bit, but I, all the other guys and I mean, everything happening is still behind me. You can like peek over the route. Um, Yaps stepped forward, so if you were saying he went a little bit deeper than you, uh, went, I mean he he went back out to get a better shot at the. Like, let's mass. be clear: the back out was literally six feet. Okay. Yeah. Right. I just I'm just, know, I'm like, just so saying I can, for, I the, for game purposes. I, no, I'm saying for I'm saying for Joe, like tree my, line. like I'm still like I still would be in his view because I didn't go f- super far. I literally just adjusted a couple feet. You can also peek your head out over. I mean, you can see what's happening. You know what's going on, and right. where everybody. So is. I want to know how close and how noticeable would it be for me to pop out and try to catch it? The guy shooting yaps because he seems like the. The one who would be closest to me if I'm, I'm thinking like I'm to the west. Yaps is kind of like northeast of me, and then Cuddy is like the furthest east. So he's got a guy on him. The slug is kind of in the middle, and then the guy shooting Yaps would be closest to where I am currently, but not know that I'm there. Okay, hmm. that's the way I'm visualizing the battlefield, basically. Is Brendan's in the middle of the two humanoids? I would say, well, I was about to say they're making a triangle, but any three points makes a triangle. That's a little math fact. <laughs> <laughs> so. I could make um, a line, which is different. The closest guy to you, I will say, is the guy who just got snake bit. Uh, and then, kind of a little further back from the tree line than that, is, but like, also further away laterally is the mass and then the guy with the gun is like quite a bit like I said like 50 feet forward from the cornfield which is at the edge of the Carmody farm so he's like 50 feet away I would say you you can you can close that distance but you're not gonna get a sh- you're not gonna get an attack off on that guy, and he's gonna see you coming. Okay. Uh, it, unless I act stealthily. You could try to sneak up <laughs> on him. Yeah. No, I don't. It's yeah. dark. Um, I think so. And Cuddy sees. So does Cuddy sees Yaps or no? Slicer sees Yaps, but not Cuddy. Even though I'm closer to Cuddy than I am Yaps. You can see everybody. I say you, you, you're like you no. But who can the... see me? Which one of my partners can see me? Yaps could see you until he walked back out a little bit. Now he's like on the other side of the tree from you. Fuck. No, like okay. nobody can see you in this. I'm instance. just cowering. Then I was trying to come up with a plan of sneaking up on somebody's back, but it's not going to happen. So slicer, I don't know. He peels away from the cliffs, like the other side. So he's peeking up. He sees everybody on that side. He's going to, like, skitter to the other side of the rock and peel away uh, and attempt to kind of 
wrap around the meadow while everybody else is focused on somebody else and just try to sneak up on the closest dude, which I guess is the one that just got bit. And um, try okay. to get behind him. Try to get behind him. Um, give me a stealth check. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I rolled an 18, which is a pass. I had a a 20 to pass and I rolled an 18. <laughs> yeah, so you get the jump the guy, he's still, he's kind of uh, stood up from when he swung down on uh, Cuddy and he's he's standing there and you, you get the jump on him. He doesn't see you come up and if you want to take a swing at him with something, yep. you can do it. I take my hatchet one-armed and as the doctor, I know it's really hard to do anything without an Achilles tendon so I'm just going to go swing down on him just right, uh, right there underneath the calf in the back. Okay. As hard as I can. Uh, give me, uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm not, because he doesn't see you coming, I'm gonna say you swing with advantage and I'm not gonna do an opposed roll. All you have to do is pass. So that's twice the, uh, tens place again? Yeah. Yep. So I gotta get a 56, 28, 11. So this is kind of like a smaller hand axe that's used to, like, hatch off, hatch it off limbs and stuff. That's a 38, and then reroll the 10s, 48. So 38, which is just a regular pass. Regular pass. Uh, so you kind of, I'm going to say you don't, like, artfully sever his tendon, uh, but yes. you do clip him in the leg pretty good, the lower leg, um, in a way that's going to hobble him a little bit, and you do your whatever your regular damage six, is. Six damage. I rolled a four plus two. Six damage. Okay. That guy is not feeling not feeling great at all yeah yeah i'm gonna say he also he falls down so he's not like looming over you anymore cutty and he looks very hurt and it's venomized and it's your turn tendonized <laughs> venonized and tendonized it's it's cutty's turn it's cutty's turn uh, you're still you're still prone i believe right yes i'm still okay. prone uh, but he's also prone. Is that correct? Yeah, and like writhing. C- can I? Is the two by four laying anywhere close, or is it still in his grasp? He's still he's still got it in his grasp. Um, you know, of course, you have your trusty uh, holy word. Oh, that's what. Well, I mean, since I can't, it's in his grasp. <laughs> it's I'm gonna fashion with a Bible. Uh, yes, that's what I'm gonna do. Is it steel plated? Is the is the binding like? Uh... Oh, that would be that's made good. of steel. Maybe in the future we'll get a, we'll get a new like one. a like a knife. Kind of <laughs> we'll, we'll buff it little by little. Yeah. Assassin's Creed. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah no. Uh, reach down, pull out my Bible, and just take the spine of the Bible and just start repeatedly ramming it. Are you saying the power of Christ like... compels you? <laughs> no. <laughs> to die. Well, all right. Well, the guy is not totally incapacitated and unconscious so we are going to do a uh, an opposed roll before you start we're, are we doing a power of christ compels you roll we're doing a power of christ compels you roll i rolled a 22 with a hard pass opposed um that's probably gonna do it yeah you you, you get him <laughs> you get him so roll roll your roll your roll God. your damage which i believe is what 1d4 1d4 that's one on this Bible check. That's a one. one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm gonna say you hit you hit Break him in the head, and it it does contribute to his like 
incapacitated state, but you, you're like, you're actually, you think that you're bashing his brains in with the Bible, but you're Just actually missing. like hitting the ground, hitting the ground, hitting the ground. But you do get him one time. You do one damage to him and he's like, ah, fuck. Um, so, he sounds about right. Turn. He is, he's not doing great. All righty. So that brings us back to the top of the order. Carmody number one uh, is now standing quite a bit closer, and Yaps took a few steps out to get a better shot at the mass. Um, so he is going to take a shot at you, and he's only going to—he's still going to roll one disadvantage die because it's dark, but um, only one. And we didn't—we didn't heal from the last fight, right? Because we never actually slept. Correct. That's also not how healing works in this system, so... Oh. Um, long rest? Can we take a long rest? Damn, you guys are getting pretty fucking lucky. He misses. <laughs> oh, damn. Point um, blank. So he misses, and he goes, God damn it! And he takes another few steps <laughs> forward, so now he's, like, he's pretty close now. He's, like, 20 feet away from the tree line and you guys. Um, so that's his turn, and now Yaps, you're Okay, up. so... Oh, wait, shit. Before you go, I did this out of order, but I did skip the mass's turn, so I gotta go. I gotta go back and do that. Siblings, um, yeah. It doesn't matter because they go one right after the other, so we'll just say he got a little excited and jumped the initiative order a little bit to shoot at you and fuck it up. Um, so, what you feel is um, you feel a sudden skittering. Hold on, hold on. Sound effect. Skittering? You hear (laughs) and feel a sudden skittering on your legs, and you realize that there's a swarm of rats. Eugene. uh, Which is surrounding you and attacking you. Um, And they... I will let you do this... um, because they're rats, you can sh- Well, okay. So you can- This is going to be a physical attack. You can do what you would normally do, either dodge or fight back. Uh, but, like, consider the limitations of a shotgun against a pack of rats in terms of, like, how useful that's going to be to shoot back. So I'll let you tell me what you want to do. Um, well, my dodge is miserable, and my fight back actually gives me enchants, so I'll still fight back regardless of I feel like just being successful there so I roll a brawl correct yeah I guess that's fair yeah Uh, well no well you can brawl and try to like swing the butt of your gun down at them you could also no I'm gonna say you brawl brawl okay so I had a regular pass 72 the rats fail so uh, yeah, I'll say you managed to punch these rats. You managed to kind of they're they're sort of crawling up your leg, and you managed to whack a few of them off. LOL, um, and kick your legs, and sort of take a few steps back, and uh, you have <laughs> temporarily abated. You didn't Jerked you didn't these rats. Yeah, you you didn't kill any of the rats um, or really like damage their integrity as a swarm, but you have prevented them from swarming you and overwhelming you. Okay. Uh, and so, now that now that you've whacked off the rats, it is your turn. I'm just um, imagining these rats, rats at bay because because Gaps is just like 
<laughs> um, okay, so... Oh, and when that when that happens, um, the mass starts moving. It's not charging at you, um, but it's like... It kind of has clearly, you realize, released this swarm and now is moving evasively around the field. Um, so it's not like coming at you per se, uh, but it's moving quite quickly, um, which is going to affect your ability to take a shot at it if, if that's what you decide to do. Um, I will like to take a shot at it. Um, do I know... Is it at least within the closest range? It is It is within closest range still. Okay. Yes. I would still like to make an attack on the skittering glob human thing. Okay. All right. Give me uh, two... So I roll the do two, roll two the ten effects. spot, essentially three times, and take the lo- the highest one. Okay. Correct. Thirty-five, a fifty-five, and five. So fifty-five. That is a regular pass. Nice. So you hit it. Yeah. Yaps is going to say something like. Um, uh, if you cross me, metal in hand, in Jesus' name, and then I rip this shot into it. So, 11, <laughs> 9, 20, 22 damage. Alright. Um, you knock it the fuck over. Um, he, uh, it falls down, shrieks. Um, the rats, which were still nipping at your heels, um, also shriek. Everybody's shrieking. It's just shrieks left and right. Um, and they run off, at least for the time being. Um, and the heartbeat, which you've been continuing to hear through your bodies this entire time, uh, both speeds up and becomes kind of irregular. Like a bump, 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 Like something very bad in relation to this heartbeat that you are now all always feeling has happened um so that's cool for you guys that guy's dead <laughs> um, um i will use my opportunity to move to get like back into the trees a little bit okay um and that will complete my turn a successful turn for literally the only character on our squad that matters right now okay <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't, I didn't agree with him. I wish there was a screenshot <laughs> of shotgun. Um, what happens when you run out of bullets? Crowbar, baby. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the. Good the, luck with I'm, that. I'm, I'm, 46, the, my ass. The snake is pretty op. I gotta say, the snake is pretty um, op. I wish there was yeah, somebody go back and clip just the moment I said that, and uh, Brian and Joe reacted to that statement because their faces <laughs> were just exactly what I was hoping for. <laughs> um so the next person up is Carmody number two who is writhing around on the ground full of rattlesnake venom bleeding out of his damage. calf and he dies gg so he dies sheesh good job um I'll take credit for that. And as... <laughs> so it's now Slicer's turn. All right. Well, I, uh, uh, I mean, there's one guy left, except, unfortunately, there's not, because uh, you recall at the beginning of this fight, there was somebody taking pot shots at you from the, like, the crow's nest of the silo or something. 
uh, he got tired of uh, <laughs> fucking around and shooting uselessly into the dark. And he emerges from the cornfield in the same spot where they originally emerged. He's still way back from you guys right now. I'm not going to let him shoot on the first turn. He's going to be back at the top of the order. Um, so there are still two gun-armed Carmody brothers uh, in the in the mix. All right. Well, um, kind of in the heat of battle. Not, and and uh, Joe, you're because you guys were kind of out of the thing, uh, out of the vegetation uh, for when you when you snuck up and sliced that guy with the hatchet. Uh, you're visible from the fire now. Both those guys can see you. You're pretty close to because I kept I said that one guy kept scooting up, scooting up, scooting up. Yep. You could yep. you could get to him and attack on this turn if you wanted to. That's my plan. I'm okay. just in the heat of battle. Uh, maybe not necessarily noticing the guy that emerges from the meadow. Just I'm just going straight at the guy who's shooting at Yaps uh, with my hatchet. Okay. Uh, he's gonna try to dodge your swing. Uh, regular pass with a. Give me disadvantage because you're. Uh, it's still dark. Okie dokie. Shit, that's a thirty-four. So fifty-four anyway. Okay, so you said that's a regular pass. Yep. So you get him. You get him. What kind of? What are we doing here? Tell yeah, me, so tell I me damage that, and tell me what you're doing. I think uh, Slicer is running up. He drags his hatchet along the uh, grass and just swings it upwards and try to clips him like right beneath the chin with his hatchet. And we're going to do another six damage. I rolled another four. Four plus two. Six damage to his chin. Uh, that's a pretty good... Is that it? That's including your damage bonus and stuff? Do you roll a two? I don't have a damage bonus. It's it's 1d8 plus two plus damage bonus. But oh, and your damage bonus is zero. Right. Okay. So, yeah, you get him pretty good. You don't, like, hit him in the neck, but you definitely, like, cleave his jaw uh, to a degree that obviously hurts him very badly. Um, <laughs> and he doesn't enjoy that sensation. <laughs> and that's how he's feeling about it. <laughs> yeah, this kind of sucks. Cutting. You're up. Um, so seeing the one Carmody grow is down, uh, and Slicer taking off for the other one, I'm gonna pick up the other Carmody Brothers 2x4. Okay. And, uh, follow Cuddy and try and, uh, take a, a swing okay. with this 2x4. So I think that would that would normally take more than one action, but for economy of this fight, which is winding down, I'm going to say you can do that. Yes. <laughs> um, and I'm not going to make you roll with disadvantage because um, that guy's like fucked up and shit. He got really nailed by Cuddy on the last turn, but he is he is going to try to dodge Slicer. again. Slicer, excuse me. Too many cuts and slices here. <laughs> Badly planned. So he rolls a. Uh, uh, that's a hard success. You I have to also have a hard success. Thirty-two. So because he dodged, Ty goes to the defender. So he manages to just torque his body out of the way. Um, you guys are both right in his grill, uh, but you, you didn't manage to clip it. Uh, so. The mass doesn't take another move because it's dead. Uh, that brings up the Carmody guy, um, who uh, he looks down his gun, realizes 
that he is out of bullets and he doesn't want to reload um, with you guys right up in his face. So he just starts swinging that gun like a club. And because Cuddy was the last person to swing on him, he just instinctually swings back. You're going to do a brawl. But you can dodge or fight back. I'm going to fight back. Yeah. Roll the 18. All right. He rolls a... I've got these fancy dice, which have like a... That's why they keep... Hey, that's why they keep (laughs) cupping them, Joe. (laughs) Can't even read them. He rolls a uh, critical success. He rolls a one, basically. Wow. Yeah. So you were either trying to figure out if he failed that was miserably hard. I was, I was trying to figure out if he failed the hardest he could possibly fail or uh, <laughs> absolutely a, destroyed the, me. Absolutely destroyed you. So, yeah, he's going to he actually manages to nail you. Um, now, this is not a uh, particularly shoot. <laughs> effective bludgeoning weapon. It's a gun. It's not what it's for. So I'm going to say You're it does right. nobody's ever been hurt by getting cr- hit by a gun. But it's not the same as like a in any a tailor-made weapon that baseball you hit people bat. with. Yeah, it's not like a baseball bat. I'm gonna say it does one d six, and because it's a critical hit, um, it's gonna just do max six. Plus, this dude's jaw is on hinges, so I can't imagine how much he's yeah, the adrenaline he is has. popping. The <laughs> adrenaline is popping when you get your face chopped off. Uh, you'd be surprised what your strength can. Isn't do. there another uh, Carmody boy running around somewhere? That, yep. that guy is still standing at the edge of the uh, edge of the cornfield with a gun. He's just been he's been shooting from the hip at a distance. <laughs> he yeah he had been he had been like shooting uh, pot shots at you guys from the farm itself, and he finally got frustrated and came down to actually try to like join the fight. So he's at full health. He's got a gun. He's at the front of the cornfield, and it's his turn. So. Um, knowing that, uh, you know, he was, he kind of saw everything unfold. So knows that Yaps is the one who's going to be able to shoot back. He's going to take a shot at you. How much damage did you take, Cuddy? Six. 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 Oh, it's just max damage. So I will still give him disadvantage because of the... Which does not do it. So he misses. What's this, uh, what's this individual's Luckily, distance? Carmody wow. boys cannot no hit shit. <laughs> what's this boy's distance? He's about 100 feet away. Um, so it's a long shot. You could you could hit him from where you are. It's probably going to do your lowest damage. Um, you, could, you could get to a position to do either of your distances if you wanted to, um, if you exposed yourself by running. You know out. what? Let's go to work. Yaps. <laughs> like... <laughs> okay. Uh, actually, let me take a quick look at something. Uh, is there? Is there? A, I don't know if it's a free action or what, but I kind of want this to. Um, it's like such a terrifying imposition of just a the mutant of a man that Yaps is, just holding his shotgun and storming straight towards this guy that's firing a gun at them um, to close the distance and just line him up with the shotgun. Is there any intimidation factor that can be worked into that? Flavor-wise, obviously, but like, roll it, roll it, roll it. Don't you? You didn't you? Didn't, didn't yeah, intimidate's one of my, uh, one of my skills, like my preferred skills. Are... Yeah, I'm gonna say you're you're charging him like uh, not Vandor not even not even charging Shepherd him like Robar. terrifyingly just like walking towards him. Like I have no fear in the world, and you should have everything on planet Earth to fear. Sure. 
are. It'd be even better if you stowed away your shotgun during this process and pulled out the crowbar. Like, I'll just beat you with this instead. The trouble you're going to have with that the actions, is the actions. Uh, shooting him. You can't shoot with him the with the crowbar. crowbar. 42, yeah. 42, which is just a regular pass on Intimidate. I'm going to say... He actually... He actually... Okay... He sees you coming. You succeed at being intimidating, and his like instinctive, like sort of dumb guy response is to like tough ass back at you. So he like <laughs> puffs out his chest and starts walking towards you. Beautiful. Um, and so that is going to give you. You are not going to shoot with disadvantage on this because he sees you coming, and he's like, "What?" He's like spreading his arms. <laughs> You can if you can hit him, you can hit him. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> this is gonna I be great. To yep. so badly. <laughs> just point blank shot. Just a sixty-five. Just a regular pass. <laughs> just a regular pass. It's gonna do forty-six. Uh, six. I actually I'm rolling the lowest I have on these d6s right now. Come on, let's get something up top here. There, there's a six. Uh, so five, six, twelve, fourteen. Okay. So he is, he's walking towards you and he's like, what, <laughs> what does he say? What would you say in this situation? <laughs> he's like, what are you going to do, son? And then you just blow his fucking head off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that. Like he was, like he was walking up. He was maybe even like, it looked like he was about to throw his gun down and start brawling with you. Cause that's the, that's what he thought we were doing. And you just blow his fucking head off. <laughs> Yap says so, something cool like, that guy, oh, that guy's oh. dead. And then just, sh- oh, and then just oh, shoots his shotgun. Hey, Pluto. Well, hey, oh, Pluto. Oh. All right. So that brings up the uh, the faceless, uh, bleeding Carmody brother who's still in single combat with the two of you guys, which makes it not single combat. Oh, he's uh, not dead yet. He's, <laughs> he's getting ganged up on by you guys. Um, and uh, he still, I'm going to give him two disadvantage rolls. I'm going to say he's still swinging at uh, Cuddy, but he's looking pretty rough. He's swaying. He's falling. Feeling away. a little woozy here, man. <laughs> I don't he, feel he, so he, good. He, he fails the shit out of that roll. Um, so I guess roll, oh, I didn't even ask. What do you do? Fight back or dodge? Pretend I didn't tell you he fails. To Cuddy? Again? He, by the way, he will not hit you on a failure on a fight back if you tie. There you go, Cuddy. What is it? Fight back or dodge? It's always fight back. Yeah, okay. I am. <laughs> Obviously, knowing that he already failed this role, the game theory optimal uh, response would be obvious. I mean, to fight it's back. always a fight back. <laughs> yeah, so give it a roll. Yeah, I rolled a 95. Okay. A, 90- a 95. <laughs> A 96 is a critical failure, so you merely fail. Oh, excellent. Uh, so <laughs> you guys just, like, you're you're caught up in the adrenaline of it, and he's falling all over himself and shit. You guys just swing right past each other. <laughs> uh, which brings up Slicer's Good. turn. Guys, can you please uh, handle right. one? Slicer, Slicer drops they the killed hatchet. They killed a guy. They killed a guy. Pulls out a surgical knife from like his in, in his jacket. He's got a bunch of knives. He's always carrying knives. Just pulls out like a scalpel, and basically just jabs the dude right in the jugular, straight up through his broken jaw, to try to just finish it. Just give me give me a give me a brawl check. 
Uh, I do have a surgical knife weapon check. Like I have a weapon that does that. Yeah, surgical knife and a medical hatchet are my two main yeah. weapons. Oh, but it's still a melee. It's the same check, isn't it? Yeah, it's the same numbers. You're right. You're right. Uh, 52, normal pass. No, uh, I rolled the wrong dice. Hold up. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, 55. I still rolled a 50. Which is a pass? Yes. Okay, you just kill. a pass. You kill it, however you want. Exactly the way I said. Just like, <laughs> yeah. I, it like drops the hatchet, grabs the surgical knife, and while like just at the end of the swing against Cuddy, just like he freezes because he's got a scalpel in his jugular and just drops. Give me a luck roll. To fall on me, seventy-one. That's a fail. All right. So you, when you pull the when you pull the you kill him. Well done. When you pull when you pull the uh, scalpel out. He sprays blood all over you. <laughs> uh, give me a constitution check. Oh, I'm good at those. I got 80 con. Can't give me a phase hard slicer. constitution check. Okay. Uh, uh. <laughs> 47. That's a failure. That's a failure. <laughs> so, Can I um, use- Seven luck points? No, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, so it, he really when he pulled the scalpel out, he blasts some blood like straight into your face, like into your eyes and nose and mouth. Got it. That's my face. Yeah, those are parts of my face. You feel like insanely good. We kind of talked around this earlier, um, like the oh, well, you're not you're you're feeling great, but not quite like weirdly euphoric. You are now feeling weirdly euphoric. You feel like the shit. And in fact, are, do you have full health? Yes, I do. Okay, then never mind. Um, yeah, you feel like you feel like the fucking cat's pajamas right now, to say it in 1920s words. Um, and I'll let you... Uh, you can roleplay that however you want. We're winding down. I'll let you guys decide. The fight's over. Um, I will say the the heartbeat goes, 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 stops. Um, and they, a sense of eerie calm falls over everything around you guys. The only thing that is going there had been this chaos and the fight and the corn was leaning this way and that way. Uh, the Carmody farm is now totally silent and the fire is just slowly, gradually spreading across the cornfield, uh, you still have plenty of time if you wanted to uh, to walk through the cornfield to get onto the property, if that's what you guys wanted to do, or you could go in a different direction. So I'll let you guys uh, tell me what you want to do, or we can save that for the beginning of the next episode. No, I think we can plan. Slicer kind of soaks this stuff up, and where he's he was previously like, let's not murder some people, he just yells out a fuck yeah and like stomps <laughs> on the guy's head or something just some kind of like ultra aggressive for whatever reason he's feeling good okay um and this character is, kind of thing this is this is kind of a persistent feeling i'm not gonna say you're like forced to act um irrationally in all situations but for the foreseeable future you are continuing to feel uh like a borderline crazy amount of euphoria and uh, almost ecstasy slicer turns to the boys and says let's go check out that farm see our competition huh